0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that thirty-five bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Economics Podcast. Alright, cool.
0: Um, welcome back to episode eighty-nine of this Economics Podcast. There was no podcast last week. I probably should have given a warning, but I just can't be bothered. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was New Year's, I was tired. But I'll give myself and Andre a young break, but we're back 2019. Um, hopefully the sound should be sounding a lot better because we are in a studio this time. Um, shout out Radio King London. So you, if you want studio space for if your rehearsals, or especially your podcasters, um, email them at radiokingonline at gmail.com or just on instagram radioking ldn so for you podcasters I know, I know a lot of people always ask me for where they can record and stuff so that's somebody that you can hit up in south london pretty close to the station so hit him up anyway we start off the new year with probably one of my favorite addictions i'll call it advice for talking trainers I'm with my guy, Greg. What's good? What's up, man? Thank you for having me. You sound bare formal, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you sound very professional, man. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, Greg, what do you do for a living? Give us little or as much information as you're comfortable with.
1: Um, so, I work for an uh, undisclosed sporting brand. <laughs> unidentified <laughs> uh, sporting yeah, brand. Yeah, sporting brand. And I am a product specialist. So, it's my job to know uh, all of their products. Uh, not just trainers, but um, apparel as well.
0: Okay, and how long have you been doing that for?
1: Uh, about two and a half years now, and do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's good. Um, it's given me a lot of opportunities, uh, a chance to you know travel across England, travel the world, and uh, meet a lot of uh, celebrities and famous
0: people as well. So. Oh, yeah, you've been quite lucky as well, and you get loads of free stuff, which I'm jealous of. <laughs> that your damn company pays makes us pay arm a leg for. Anyway, so we're here to talk about the economics of trainers. Those you who know me know I love trainers. I only wear trainers. I will not go to a club if we're not allowed to wear trainers. I just won't go. So don't even bother inviting me. Because I stay in trainers all the time. I think I own. I pairs of shoes. I own. I think two. Like two pairs what? of like formal shoes. Formal shoes. Yeah, like yeah, ones same. for work and ones like if I'm going out and I have to like a yeah. wedding or something. Everything yeah. else trainers. Oh, probably own. How many pairs of trainers do you own? I
1: have. Well, for shoes, I have two pairs of shoes. One black pair, one brown pair. <laughs> so depending on what suit I'm wearing and yeah, can, same me. I one can p- switch it up. Um, in terms of actual trainers, I'd say probably thirty-five.
0: Yeah, I own um, about thirty. But that's yeah. that's
1: only due to space limitations. So once once I start here in like thirty-five forty, then mm. I just go to the charity shop and just give them away.
0: We need to start selling them though.
1: Again, uh, work for undisclosed. Oh yeah, yeah, you can't do them joints there.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. So was that of a brief history about the trainer slash sne- why do Americans call it sneakers? That's so terrible. I don't know, you know. I don't I don't like that word. Some what what would uh, with slang we call it kicks? Crep, bugs I like Bugs I think that's a South Is that South London thing? Nah that's yeah. definitely A North term Huh? Yeah No, I'm from North West so <laughs> I don't know what the North call it But um So New York is one of the Capitals of the High end sneaker culture So This kind of began in the, in the 1990s When Nike made it big With the first Air Jordan I hope you know who Michael Michael Jordan is Not Michael B Jordan The real The real Michael Jordan Yeah Legendary basketball star you're actually, you're Michael Jordan Stan, aren't you? Are you will uh, you call yourself a Stan? I'm a Michael Jordan fan. Stan. <laughs> you're a Stan. In our NBA chat, he'll be arguing to high heavens <laughs> stats from specific games from 1987, bruv. You're a yes. Stan. Anyway. <laughs> There's no
1: evidence of this, so, you know.
0: Yeah. Kobe's better, but... And LeBron. Wow. No, I'm joking, joking. Actually, LeBron might be better because LeBron's, LeBron's a real G, so...
1: So it was nice being on the uh, Disney <laughs> podcast. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no,
0: when, when Michael Jordan said he didn't listen to rap music, yeah, I was like, you know what, yeah, you could ever you be my goat. But then when, uh, when um, Chris Paul said, if you make all these shots, yeah, if you don't make these shots, the kids <laughs> get free stuff, <laughs> and they and make all make the shots, shot. that's what I was like, yeah, you're my goat, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he said, fuck them kids, bruv. Look at every shot. So competitive. Anyway, so that was kind of like the beginning of like the trailer boom. And then when the, when the internet started to boom, then obviously you get the reseller market with places like eBay. Remember when eBay was the thing? Yeah. I remember at university, eBay was the thing. Like, if I was like, I got eBay. Amazon came and just... Shut like, that down. Shut that down real quick, real quick. Okay, cool. But now with social media, um, influencers, celebrities, I'll say hip hop, mm. hip hop especially, like trainers is such a big part of culture everywhere from Asia to Africa, especially Europe and the United States. So I think in terms of obviously where I talk about economics and stuff like that, it would be quite interesting to talk about Stock Exchange, which you just showed me an app just now on your phone. So do you want to talk to us about, okay, well, Stock Exchange, it was started in 2016 by a geezer called Matt Powell, a sports industry analyst. And it's, there's the actual size of a luxury sneaker market is hard to estimate, but one thing's clear, the market has a nice growth. Even centred on a few key industry players, the market's fed by a mass of small-time vendors. Many of them are sneaky addicts looking for themselves to make a quick extra cash. So on this um, app, you can see, you can monitor the price of like trainers that you're interested in. And it's literally got almost every pair of trainers. Do you
1: wanna... yeah. am, I, am I allowed to drop the name of the app? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So the app is called StockX. Um, and essentially a website you can go to online or it's an app you can use on your phone. Um, and like IO says, it's essentially like a, a stock market for shoes. So um, I'm looking at one right now. I'm sure all the listeners remember the the Red Octobers, the Air Uzis, when Kanye was, uh, was signed to Nike. Um, and pretty much for a size UK 10 right now, um, you're looking at £3,519. Um, so the app has kind of like two sections, two tabs. Uh, you've got a lowest ask and then you've got a highest bid.
0: So what's, the, what's the lowest ask for the Red Octobers?
1: So the lowest ask, if, you, if you're selling the Red Octobers, the lowest that someone's asking for in the UK right now is 4,310. And that's for a size UK 10. Um, And the highest bid is like, if you're looking to buy the shoe, mm. how much you're willing to actually, you know, um to buy it for, the highest bid at the moment is 1,581. So obviously I, there's quite a disparity between the two. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> obviously the buyers are trying to finesse and the sellers are trying to finesse. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is that what well, the average price is? What three five one nine? Well, the average um, engagement ring cost in London is three thousand and three hundred pounds. So the average red October has more value <laughs> than the average engagement, engagement yeah. ring, which is quite interesting. The priorities, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I agree. With the sneaker market.
1: Yeah, and then you can you can see on the app as well, like the last sales. So you can see, um, you know, if someone bought it for cheap, then you can obviously what's try. the last sale? What's the last sale for? So the last sale.
0: We can find out when it was as well uh,
1: £3,890 Jesus and Christ and that was the 22nd of uh, October
0: last year Jesus Christ so man I just waited until somebody bites like it's almost like a game of chicken like yeah the buyers and sellers mm. okay so we'll, co- we'll come back to it and start talking about um, other resale prices but the estimated according to um, according to statistics the estimated resale market is like one billion dollars, which is insane. I'm, I'm, I'm sure many of you know that right now, to get trainers, like the, the quite popular, the high end um, um sports brand ones, and some um, you might have to enter a raffle. So if you want to get a pair of Yeezys or some, or some Nike off white trainers, you have to enter a raffle. Was this because was it, I was hearing this was because um people were getting stabbed for their Jordans? Because remember before so, people used to
1: queue up at like midnight. Yeah, so. Um, I think it was the Jordan 11s, the Concorde 11s back in 2011. Mm. Um, when that launched in America, I think a lot of people kind of, you know, went OTT to try and get a pair of those shoes. Mm. Um, and Nike, as a result, they stopped, um, like, their bin release system. Mm. And they really started focusing on, like, online releases, online raffles, and so on and so forth. Just because it was a lot safer uh, for, like, employees and for people trying to buy it as well. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, like, the beginnings of the 2010 era was when people really started to um, to buy shoes kind of online. Yeah, and then from now, obviously, the reselling market kind of kind mm. of blew up.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because now, like, uh, you'll think, okay, cool, I want these pair of trailers. So I'm just gonna go to a store and buy them. Nah, brother, if it, if they're like night like, times off white, you can't just roll up <laughs> to the store, roll up to, on a on a calm Wednesday in Westfall. I'm like, yo, have you got? They'll look at you like, are you crazy? Like, yeah. or you can't just go to Adidas and Oxford Street and think, yeah, can I get a pair of um, three fifty Yeezys? They'll look at you like, you're on cocaine. Like, mm. you have to, you have to win a raffle, and with that, obviously, comes just basic economics. Like, there's, there's excess demand for these trainers. There's a very, very short supply. So, if, so simple demand and supply. How you can get a high price is either if there's a low supply, because there's a low supply, it's quite rare, so people are willing to pay more to secure the item, mm. or because there's a high demand, so people are willing to outbid each other for that. So when you look at trainers, it's just, it combines both. Yeah. There's a very low supply, and it's a very, very high demand. So once so, usually within 10, 50, sometimes an hour, maybe an hour max. I remember what, what trainers will we talk about on our way in? The Nike 270s. Yes,
1: when they first launched, yeah.
0: Yeah, so there's these pair, pair of trainers think they're Nike um, are they called React? They called it React 270s. Air Max 270s. Yeah, MAX 270s, yeah. When they first dropped, I remember, I think they was released at 9 or 9.30. I was, I came at it's either 9.02 or, or 9.32. They were gone in every size. Hundred twenty seconds gone, <laughs> every size. So remember, that shows the supply is short and
1: the demand is high. You remember when, uh was it Jay Z or Justin Bieber sold out Madison Square Garden in like a minute? Yeah. So imagine that, but for buying a pair of shoes,
0: just in every size. Yeah, in every size, from five to them NBA players' <laughs> So imagine that. So now, obviously, they're still. Let's say they sold twenty five thousand pairs. 600,000 people want to buy them.
1: And that's limited. Yeah. So it's only five thousand pairs is a limited release. Yeah, that's a limited yeah. release. Yeah.
0: So, and let's say 600,000 people want to buy those shoes. They still want to buy those shoes and they're willing to pay more than the retail price. Mm. So that's when the retailers come in and like, yeah, yeah. You want my trade to hold a young three fifty, and so people like me on Depop having intense Brexit negotiations. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm low boiling and mad. like. Listen, if you I'll offer below retail. You know, nah. some people just send swear words at me. <laughs> some people just don't respond. But sometimes you get a good deal. But it just shows like the economics and of demand and supply in trade, and it's crazy. So before growing up, I'm 29, so. When I started getting to trainers properly, I was like maybe 14, 15, like year 10. So I'll save up some money, um, do a couple jobs for my mum, did that and the other, to try and buy trainers. Like, like I remember, what was the trainers? like? Nike Air Dunks, like I'm a dick. Nike Air Dunks, Low Tops came out. Hmm. It's like, I need these trainers. Remember my first pair were black or white, but they're mainly black over just a white tick. I remember they cost 55 pounds.
1: 55 pounds for trainers? Yeah, imagine Is this that. Is kid sizes or adult sizes? You said it was 14, 15?
0: No, I, I wouldn't have been a size 5. I would have been like a size 7, 8. Do Infl- you know what I'm saying? Inflation. <laughs> and do you, know, okay, do, you know the, do you know the Jordans that are Are they called Jordan 1s? Yeah, Jordan 1s. They basically are like Nike Dunks. They have Yeah, very style. similar, yeah. Very, very similar, similar style. Like, certain sizes get sold out. Your, your resale's looking a bit nuts. Yeah. Probably triple that. Do you see know what I'm saying? So, the trainers I wanted, Hirachis. Hirachis were £35. um, Hirachi, um the... Not the ones with a strap. Remember the ones with a strap? Or maybe that might so be ducks. a bit for your time. There was like those high-top harachis and they had like right. a strap at the front. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the, the ones that are out now, those are the second ones that came around. Mm. And they were 35 bar. No, they're like 89 bar fucking what? Obviously MAX um 95 has always been 110 pounds. But like then them times, if you want the pair, you'll get them. But like let's say the all black pair comes out. Like all black. Mm. It's like they're done within like two weeks. And you're looking at resale. Like the all black Vapormaxes, people are still trying to buy it at resale. Yeah. So it's crazy how the times has changed, our market has changed, and you've got this big new industry of reselling. And then do you get people who buy bots? Yeah. So these are like, yeah. I don't know, explain bots. I don't bots, know I come.
1: bots essentially. So when you go onto a website, I'm sure like anyone that's listening, when you go onto a website, there's always something like uh, type here to prove you're not a, a computer. Yeah. Or ask you to select an image that has a tree in it, and it's <laughs> like nine images, and you've got to pick like five of them essentially bots, those are those are there to stop bots yeah so bots essentially when you go into a website to to click something the fastest and or just buy it the first a bot will use it's like a computer system and it will um, it will scan the entire page for mm. that click button uh, using either the coding or the HTML or whatever and it will click that button in like a record time mm. faster than any human can actually click mm. it. Uh, and that's how people are able to actually, like, buy stuff online faster than anybody else.
0: Yeah, so that's why it's getting even harder to win these raffles because you've got people buying loads of bots. Like, I remember on Depop, somebody got, like, he won 20 pairs of, I think, the Yeezy, um, which one's Sesame ones. So they're like 350 Sesame. He got, like, 20 pairs. I was like, Yo, you gits. Like, I was furious because obviously <laughs> I didn't win a pair. So I, I was up from earlier. Had, I had my laptop. I had my iPad, rest in peace, that I've lost. And I had my phone. yeah. And I had two tabs. <laughs> two tabs on Chrome and on Safari. And I still took an L, bro. And then I was, I got a deep breath, I seen, man of 20 pairs. So you're like
1: 0 for 8. Yeah, 0 for 8. <laughs> I was moving like I was moving like
0: Westbrook. Like Westbrook. Like Westbrook. <laughs> Westbrook on a bad day. Ben Simmons from, yeah, that's <laughs> from <saying>. outside 50. <laughs> bro, I couldn't believe it. Like Markel faults, But it was mad. And it's crazy how the industry is. I get, I get so annoyed about this. And usually I'm quite... Somebody who's quite rational, who's z- z- about the markets, yeah. But after markets, man, I just want trainers like <laughs> I'm not buying I'm not buying gold. You like know, you
1: know what it reminds me of. I mm. remember watching something on TV like years and years ago, and it was talking about um online poker. Yeah. So like online poker matches. And they said like in the future it will be one real person to 99 like computers. Essentially. Oh. So you could you could be in like a party room or a chat or whatever mm. they call it, and it could be one you could be you and the other ninety-nine people are all computers. Okay, so I so think that's pretty much like what trying to buy sneakers now online is is becoming yeah. or, or is.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually crazy. And then obviously you've got all the influencers and you like um, Instagram page. I follow too many trainer pages, and mm. I actually think it makes you want to buy trainers all the time. So Nike and Adidas have been using this, this lottery system, and it and it does obviously help increase their what's it called, their demand. So in terms of like the global sales of, of trainers, it rose last year by 10%. To 3.5 billion euros, which is what do you think about it? 3.5 billion euros just spent on on footwear, mm. which is crazy. And that and that outperformed handbags according to consultancy group Bain and Co. So imagine like the growth of trainer sales is outdoing handbags. And I've even just been on, on the streets. Think about you're seeing a lot more ladies wear trainers
1: now. Yeah, it's become a lot more fashionable. It's as become, well. Yeah, it's
0: become a lot more fashionable. So now on like the trainer websites, you're seeing the training Instagram where you will see like the girls like low tops, girls. Mm. Wearing 110 and them lucky goals. Those They're feelers. Just... Oh, them dead feeler <laughs> traders. Oh, God damn. Put them in the bin. Do you know what I hated when they made the feeler socks? Like the Balenciaga socks? And they were calling it the feelers Oh, Felix yeah. Yagas. I've seen those, yeah, yeah. I wanted to vomit, bro. Because like, <laughs> I like Balenciagas and I saw them cheap-ass Rebo pairs. I was furious. But um, I'm trying to think. What is props props the feeler, though, making hmm? a comeback. Yeah. Because yeah, they were like
1: the dead brand back, back, back in the day. That's what
0: I can't rock feeler, yeah, because... Growing up, of it, it had growing up. Growing up, there's certain ago. brands you don't wear. I can't wear Fila. I can't you can't wear Champion.
1: Nah, F- Champion did bits back in the day. Nah. When they had the NBA jerseys nah, and the NBA jackets, they nah. did bits back in the day. You could
0: well, I don't know. I from Northwest, you couldn't be wearing no champion <laughs> in northwest. Key, you definitely could be wearing no feeler northwest. Nah, I don't do And now I'm seeing Fila doing link-ups with Fendi. Nah, nah it's was better confusing. <laughs> and I see Champion in. When I saw Champion in Selfridges, I wanted to faint. I was like, what the hell's going on? That like, it's crazy. But um I trying to think, what's probably the most popular. Trainer for ladies. You can't wear Echo today. Yeah, Echo's a myth. If Echo, Echo comes <laughs> back, I'm going to... If I see Echo and Mr. Porter, I'm
1: going to lose it. You can't wear Fubu either. Yeah, i do not. I not mind it.
0: It's a Fubu on my back, people. Yeah, Fubu Okay, us, yeah, like okay. Yeah, okay. If, if it comes back, then it's lit. Yeah, all right. About Fila, myth. If you see me in Fila, call my mum. I'm, <laughs> I'm going for a hard time, bro. Um, I'm trying to think, what's the most popular... What, what do you think is the most popular pair of trainers that women wear?
1: It's I've, popular. I think the 97s. And what, as in like this year, last year, 2018? 20, 20,
0: well, this year's only been three days. Yeah. So.
1: so 2018. 2018. Yeah, 97s. Oh, yeah, oh, 97s. 97s or Yeezys?
0: Do you reckon, do you reckon girls wear, had more Yeezys than, than, um, I was going to say, uh, Balenciaga socks? Because of
1: the price point, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeezys are up there. Girls bang the triple S, Balenciagas, those yeah. horrendous trainers that Andre <laughs> likes because he's a hipster.
1: But I think if you if you walk down Oxford Street for say an hour, what shoe you going to see the most on on women? I'd probably say ninety sevens or Yeezys. Ninety
0: sevens, one hundred percent. You see, it's Yeezys. Yeah. You reckon you see more Yeezys than McQueens?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Sure, you might be right actually, because there's obviously
1: because when you say um, females or well, like what age are you talking? Because I'm talking from like fourteen to. 35. Yeah, that's the age I'm talking about. I ain't talking about, well, ain't shoes, talking about the aunties. The shoes, you're, the shoes you're talking about, I think, is more 25 and upwards.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true, true. <laughs> Andre's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's true, true. Yeah, probably mm. my probably my age. Girls wear the Blintz Yaga socks, the Triple S black, Triple S um, Blintz Yagas, and what's the other ones? Um, on mm-hmm. the McQueen's. Um, all right, cool. So, let me... Okay, so in terms of, like, some of the most expensive trainers... Like we're talking about, um, I'll tell you about the Pharrell Chanel trainers. Yeah. So there's a for, for Chanel times Pharrell who raced um, trail, the limited edition. So if we go on um, StockX, which um, all right, I got it here. Which Greg? So you could give us the gist. How so much.
1: what size are we talking for? Okay, for a UK seven, the uh, the current the current ask on StockX is fifteen thousand and twenty five pound. And AP. The last sale for that size, the UK seven, was six thousand and ninety pounds.
0: A young Roly.
1: Um, so What's yeah. That? You can you can view all the sizes. What's the so most like, expensive size? The most expensive size at the moment is um a size UK ten, which is fifteen
0: thousand seven hundred. Crazy. And also, um here um also what would a Nike Air Jordan three retro DJ Khaled great for? Oh boy. Air Jordan
1: three DJ Khaled. <laughs> Is it Grateful or Father of a Shard? The Grateful one is selling at um, maybe 10,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah, around about 10,000, 12,000 pounds. Uh, The Father of a Shard ones, those ones are selling for around about, ooh, so a UK nine is selling at the moment for twenty three point seven. Wow! Show me these trainers. A UK eleven is selling for forty
0: two thousand seven hundred. For oh. <laughs> these boots, you are, must be bluffing. You must be bluffing for 42, these trainers. I
1: think there's an Eminem one that might be more.
0: Okay, you need to explain this to me, yeah? Because these, these I can't understand because these, these look like these look like standard Jordans.
1: They're, yeah, they're uh, Jordan threes, but the colorway is is you know the yeah. like DJ Khaled one. Yeah.
0: Khaled,
1: bro, why are they twenty max? <laughs> you are forty for the, for the other size
0: Yeah, Jesus Christ! I'm not selling Pateks. i to go. Man, I'm cashing out the Pateks to go buy DJ Khaled trainers. You know, uh,
1: there's a streets are a down a go to Jay Z. There's a UK. There's a Eminem Jordan four that's selling for about 20, 22,000 If
0: you're wearing an Eminem trainers, you're nasty. I'm sorry, Mm's trash. He's got no drip.
1: This one is so rare on StockX, it doesn't even have a a price. Wow. This is Jordan 4 Retro Eminem Encore, which doesn't have a price. Literally, nobody has it on (laughs) (laughs) roads. Nah, nobody. Nobody has it available to sell.
0: Okay, cool. So, okay, you showed me a pair of trainers that uh, the price was the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen.
1: All right. So, I'm sure um, everyone's familiar with the film Back to the Future. So, in Back to the Future 2, there's a scene where Martin McFly puts his his feet into a pair of shoes and the laces automatically lace up. So, um, Nike released that shoe um, in 2016, I believe it was. Um, and obviously this shoe is on, is on the app, StockX. So for it's only available in one, two, it's only available in four sizes. So there's a UK6, a UK8, a UK10, and a UK12. The UK12 is at 43.4 thousand. Um, the UK8 is at 53.7 thousand. So someone, mm. I think Nike did like a lottery system actually. Mm. So you could enter um, like unlimited amount of times but I think all the proceeds went to the Michael J. Fox Foundation mm. um, which I think is quite good yeah. um, and then if you are lucky enough to win the shoe then um, you're probably selling it right now for like 30, 40, 50k I
0: was looking at uh, all gold protect the other day and it cost 53 grand you're telling me these stupid ski boots that's really <laughs> nuts how many did they release was it like a mad limited number Must have been. so I think
1: for the, the most recent release this one 2016 was 89 pairs I think worldwide Wow. Um, I think well, they did another release. It's like 200 countries. <laughs> yeah, previously in 2011. I think it was even more limited than that. Mm. Um, but yeah, essentially there's probably less than 200 of these in the world.
0: What's quite interesting is that um we look at the economics of trainers, like the market has expanded just past sportswear because traditionally, um, growing up, like most of us was focused on Nike, Adidas, Reebok had a little run of day, Reebok workouts, mm. Puma. Uh, Puma. Puma never really sustained anything, but and what else? Um if you went an umbrella that was a bit nuts too. Uh and in terms of the, the You're side, like
1: Lacoste back then, yeah, Diodora. For, the, for the football players?
0: Yeah, Diodora like, was kind of drippy for a while, but you can all write Diodora now. Um K-Swiss pi- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you had K Swiss, you are dodgy, bro. Five stripes. It was a Le- five stripes, right? Hella K-Swiss. stripes, bro. I was not even when they were the thing, I was like you have to kill me to put KCF on my feet. <laughs> Do you know what was the funniest trainer that came and went? Air Force 2s. Yeah, they didn't really... They didn't I really saw only off. people in the Harrow have Air Force 2s now. Like, no, like they came and went. I think that... I remember the game rapping about it on one, on one song. I think I might have a song called Air Force 2s. Yeah. Yeah, those trainers were horrendous. Um, Air Force, obviously, a staple. Are they still Are they still 60 pounds? Air Force 1s. I yeah. think about 70
1: now, 75. Inflation's, Inflation, getting, yeah. inflation's getting everybody.
0: <laughs> but... um. Yeah, so in terms of, like, when I was, like, in sixth form, designer shoes started to become, like, obviously Pradas, like, the mm. traditional pair. And then I think people had, like, random pairs of, like, Gucci low tops. And and someone like the hood man who used to wear, like, a, a Dolce & Gabbana hood um, low top with, like, the buckle. But now luxury brands have really... upped their trainer game. Up their trainer game. So I'll say Balenci... Gucci's probably overtaking Balenciaga now as like the main as the main brand because Balenciaga had a smash obviously they came out with the arenas then then the runners but I don't know what happened I think Gucci changed the runners, their... the
1: runners are the sock ones right
0: no no no, no. they're they called speed runners oh but, right, okay cool but yeah. um, they're just the, the actual runners runners but um, I think Gucci like a couple years ago two or three years ago Gucci changed their I don't know what they call it whoever designs everything I don't know about fashion like that and ever since then yeah they've been on a mad run mm. So like now I think Gucci is probably the most popular designer footwear, even though 99 percent of their trainers are horrendous. <laughs> like it's literally just like the classic low tops. But um if you look at so there's a there's big growth in in that market. And the resale for those is man, because even one of my boys, he had a pair of like all black Chanel trainers, yeah. Yeah. And I think he must have bought them for maybe like four five, four to five hundred pounds. He sold them like pretty straight away for a grand. Straight like a fit like that.
1: It's actually an investment. Yeah, it's an investment. Like the same way people will um will buy property. Yeah. So like the the person that lives opposite me, um, I think it was not him, the person that used to live there. Sorry, um, he bought that house and then you know redid it, uh, made it nicer and then sold it again. And that's, mm. that's like his full time job. So he'll buy like three or four properties a year, mm. you know, do them up and then sell them on. Yeah, same people. And that's same people, what people are doing with shoes.
0: Yeah, same people. Um, yeah, people do that with shoes all the time. If if you can get a pair of trainers, and I've noticed that certain. Certain colorways, all black, all white, if they're limited to release, you're going to sell out. Yeah. So if you get all black players, like designer trainers, because designer trainers don't have that much stock mm. compared to maybe like Nike and that. But um. But let's talk about the cost. What the cost now? What the, yeah, let's talk about the cost. Cost, to pay the cost. cost to be the boss. So um, Rahul C, trained as a footwear designer, had a long career in the industry, working with Nike and Vans in India. Do you like Vans? Do you wear Vans? Do you have a pair of Vans?
1: I used to have a pair of Vans when I was about... 15, 14, 15. But I don't really wear them anymore. Yeah, once i
0: in sixth form, I had like eight pairs of Vans, low tops. But actually, I've got a pair of high tops now. I quite like that. They're all right. Dre, do you have a pair of Vans? Yeah. yeah I expect you to. Huh? I expect you to. <laughs> what about you, Wills? No, they're, not, they're not, not, not your thing anymore. Yeah. Okay, cool. So so um, Rahul C runs um, Soul Review. And he's, he um, break down the cost for typical pair of trainers. So according to his calculations... So the final price is made up. 22% is manufacturing costs. So if we, if so, let's say the pair of trains you're looking at cost £80. Divide that by 100, times about by 22. That's how much it costs them to manufacture it. Staff, warehousing, office rents, patents, what type of stuff, 11%. Advertising and marketing, 5%. Um, freight and insurance, 5%. Taxes, 2%. Shoemaker's profit, 5%. And then the retailers um, drop, 50%. <laughs> So, I, would have, I
1: would have thought the marketing would have been a bit higher, but I feel like with a lot of these established brands, the trainers kind of sell themselves now.
0: Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, and also like they probably market things in bulk,
1: and then we probably do the marketing for them. Yeah, when you think about it, yeah, if people take pictures of their trainers and put them on, Instagram, on Instagram. That's it's true. Self promotion.
0: Yeah, Drupal Drown. The, uh, <laughs> Drupal Drown's got <laughs> it's got um, it's marketing on their behalf. So if you look at the average spend, so according to List, uh, platform I use is that tracks searches, sales, and page views for multiple high end retailers, um, the average amount of cash dropped on a single pair of trainers this year on list was around $259. Yes. Men spent 253 and that was up from, it was 122, 120 last year, the year before. So it's doubled. Obviously you see Drupal Drown's really catching, <laughs> <it's> really <laughs> catching everybody's. And, then, and that's because of the inflation to chunky designer sneakers with similar beefy price tags. So those people with their dead Balenciaga triple S's and the Gucci ones which are probably even worse actually you know what's the worst pair tra- if you earn a pair of Versace trainers I don't trust you <laughs> Versace have the worst trainers and also people please stop wearing Giuseppe's not these like the black and gold ones they're just horrendous but um so also if you look at lists they, have, they had a graphic which showed like the most searched brands by male shoppers so I want you listeners to quickly think and have a guess of your top three. I'm, I'm, I wonder how many people get this right. So the number one is... No, um, no one's going to get number one. No, no one's going to get number one. Well, they should have, if they listened to the podcast, they should have got, they should have got a hint. But number one is Gucci. Number two is Nike. And number three is Off-White. And Off-White is really because of Nike. Yeah. Because ain't nobody buying and standing on the Off-White train. I anymore. never heard
1: of the brand before, before they collaborated with Nike. Oh, is it? No,
0: I, I heard of the brand because they're like a black fashion brand. But like, I wasn't really... I was probably I was more into their clothing, but their clothing just came or went. Yeah. No, so you're never able to find like a hoodie online or something. But when they came with Nike, that really killed it for the trainers. And then number four, Blint Yaga, which is a surprise because their trainers are expensive. Five, Ralph Lauren. Remember when Ralph Lauren was a a pop popular shoe? Yeah. 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 There was a period when Ralph Lauren was a drip. Um, six, Adidas. Seven, Su- somebody's to, to me Supreme. Supreme. Why is Supreme so popular? You nah, like Supreme?
1: Because they're... What? They're true, like, one and done.
0: Really? Audrey, they're like Supreme, but I'm shocked.
1: Huh? No, they're, they're truly one and done. So they're whole, I think their whole... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like Their whole ethos is, like, they release a product once, and then that's it, it's done. You like They're never releasing it again. You're never buying it again. So in terms of, like, buying it and selling it, Supreme has probably the highest, like, return rate for, mm. for resellers. But why... And you- they, they release their product, sorry, every Thursday. So every Thursday, if you work in, like, central London or near the Supreme store... You can look out your office window or look go up and down the street and you'll see like bags and bags of teenagers just with Supreme bags every Thursday.
0: But why is Supreme so popular?
1: Because it's, it's all about supply and demand. So their, their demand for their products is, is, is ridiculously high and the supply is ridiculously low. I understand that. Uh, and they're never changing that strategy.
0: I just want to know why. I'm going to research. I want to know why the demand is so low. The demand is so high. What's, like, it's just why it says Supreme. Like, I, don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, but I'll, I'll find <laughs> out. Um, eight Stone Islands, which is strange. Nine Givenchy and 10 St. Laurent. So certain brands that you might think of like Louis Vuitton and those type of things, they weren't in the top 10. They don't really market themselves as much as I'll say the other brands. And also Louis Vuitton is extremely expensive for a reason. Um, let's see does it, And then most of those
1: other brands in the top 10 are, well, not, not all of them are cheap, cheaper brands, but the Nikes, the Adidas, is, yeah. those are, you know, more affordable, affordable. than the Louis Vuittons and so on. Okay, in terms
0: of that. the top, the hottest sneakers in terms of searches, sales and page reviews, yeah. This makes me sick. Number one is the Balenciaga triple S's. Oh, I don't know what people see in them. Um, number two, Nike Air Vapor Max. I've got so many pairs, I love them. And what's that? I've got
1: about seven pairs of those.
0: Seven eight. Golden eight Goose pairs. Deluxe. What is a golden <laughs> goose? I've seen those, but I never I never felt to ask what they are. I don't know what they are. I just see the price. Um four Yeezy boosts, three fifties. So those are the low top ones where the laces come out the size, people don't. Five Balenciaga speed, that's the socks. Six Nike Nike Air Max 97s. I thought that'd be high, you know. Mm. I thought that'd be higher high
1: than seen quite a lot. But is this in the UK or globally? I think
0: this is globally. Yeah, so. I thought I thought I thought um, 97s would be more than Maxes. Okay, number seven, Gucci Ace. Number eight, Alas NMD. this are quite not yuck, Chris, and ten Reebok Club C's. So um bloody hell. I don't know what people are looking at in these trainers. Okay, cool. So where do you see like okay, okay, oh let's talk about we do even talk about recent cell comparisons. So off white Nike versus the Yeezys. So some Mm -hmm. people some people generally believe that some of the sales were going slow for Kanye because people canceled him when they just understand that he just released more units. But that's a story for another day. So um, eBay, eBay has shared data that shows Yeezys were sold more than four times as many off-white and Nike sneakers in 2018. According to the data, 40 pairs of shoes were sold each day. Bloody hell. 40,000 pairs of shoes were sold each day overall the past year, and 84,207 Yeezys were sold compared to 19,945 pair of off-white Nike. But I just feel like there was less off-white Nike releases.
1: There were, yeah. I feel like there's more... There's more Yeezy shoes out there in the market yeah. than there was Nike Off-White shoes. Because Nike Off-White has only really been around for like a year now, yeah. a year and a half maybe. Yeah. Whereas uh Kanye has been with, with Adidas and making Yeezy shoes for a good while now.
0: Yeah, good while. And also I feel like there's lower supply for the Nike Off-Whites. Yeah. So the retail price is higher, so they're hard, harder to sell.
1: Because remember when Kanye signed with, with Adidas, he said like eventually... Yeezys will be available to everyone. Yeah, and now with the like the most recent releases, they're quite easy to to go on cop. Right. So people are kind of linking back to what you said. Like, yeah, it's kind of quite easy right now.
0: And now, like, I follow uh, um, a Twitter. Actually, I'm not going to tell the Twitter app because before, in case people who are size eleven start getting pissed, <laughs> <laughs> <want, yeah. laughs> I'm a pig like that. But they'll release like they'll like you see like Yeezys coming to stock like every two or three days, mm. which is pretty decent. So, in addition to all those Yeezys that were sold, eBay users search for Kanye West Adidas footwear line around 2,600 times a day. And the best-selling Yeezy in, or- in order are Yeezy Boost 350, Yeezy Boost 700, Yeezy Boost 500, and then the Yeezy Boost 700 Marv. So I'm guessing the 700, that's the Wave Runners. I want those. And the best-selling off-white and Nike because of the Air Jordan 1s. I want those. Are those the ones that, that, re- uh, that what's their resale?
1: The, re- the Air Jordan 1 resale is about 1,000 pounds. Like, if you want to buy it, and you you were unlucky, you're looking at dropping a thousand pound.
0: What's the most annoying thing about it? <laughs> on Instagram, and all the celebrities I follow just have them. They just, all have them. Yeah, mm-hmm. just have them. Just know, they're all
1: paying resale for it as well. Well, they can afford to.
0: Yeah, it's true. Do yeah, you remember
1: when uh when DJ Khaled was blowing up Snapchat? He Used to have that like that white kid on there, and he would to like, "How's business? Business is booming." I think it was that white kid used to um used to buy those shoes for for DJ Khaled, and they oh. used to sell them to DJ Khaled. What? So. DJ kind of wasn't out there just getting lucky every lottery like that white kid was sourcing all these rare shoes for him and that
0: was essentially his business it's mad it's mad all right cool so as somebody who's in the industry so we can round up where do you see the trend industry going do you you still see it keep going upwards and onwards and upwards I think yes like
1: I always use this term like reselling shoes is probably like the legal drug dealing yeah, so is. people acquire a product that's high in demand mm. and they sell it onto people. Man, that's no, easy you know. Yeah, there's no slowing down in terms of like supply, in terms of demand. Um, you know, people are going to continue to hashtag them and put them on Instagram. Mm. Um, you have like entire Instagram pages now dedicated to what shoes are people wearing. I yep. mean, like both wow. you and myself are into basketball. Yeah. So there's like kicks on fire, there's BR kicks. Mm. Um, even what, what um, shoes players are wearing on the basketball court. Mm. Like, there's entire pages and so on and so forth dedicated to that. Um, and I think there's there's always money to be made yeah. in that market. Yeah. So for me, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Yeah.
0: I used to stop being a sucker and actually make money from it. But well, I don't see
1: it. And I think I think secretly these brands like it because it drives the hype for of them. Of course. They must was,
0: absolutely love it. Yeah,
1: there was a, a video which I can't find at the moment, but it was talking, I think it was based about Supreme. Um, It was like the art of reselling or why Supreme is, you know, resold so much or something along those lines. And there was, a, it was like a TED talk mm. and there was a guy on stage talking about uh, talking to like investors and, you know, stock people and stuff like that and he was saying that if you bought stocks in Apple, uh, you know, X amount of years ago, you would have made Y amount uh, and he said if you bought like an Air Jordan 3 cement or whatever it was X amount of years ago and sold it today, you would have made like even more mm. and it kind of like really broke it down to people like this is how valuable the sneaker game is yeah. and how like profitable reselling is. It's
0: kind of like um bags. I think Birkin, I think the um, home brand is um, MS, like there's actual financial instruments aligned to the value of, these bags mm. so it's crazy how there's, mu- there's economic sizes to everything like you could actually be out here f- making good money from trainers well, people should... do it
1: as their full-time jobs now Yeah, I think if you like if you sell over a certain amount of eBay now you have to pay tax because mm. that's essentially like your job Mad. There's, uh, there's kids that come into my workplace where it's like I'll ask them like oh, are, you, are you selling this they're like yeah I'm like how did you start your, your reselling business he's like I pour my dad's credit card I told him we're going to buy one pair of shoes I'll give you the money back so they bought a pair of shoes for say 200 pound they sold it for, let's say, a £1,000. Mm-hmm. They've given the £200 back out at 800 profit mm-hmm. and then said, okay, I don't need any anymore, Dad. And just started the business. Yeah, peace, way. bro. Like,
0: <laughs> man, man got just, one consignment, <laughs> paid it back, the game, the entire and I like business account. like that. Damn.
1: And, you know, for the parents' point of view, they're not doing anything illegal. they no, yeah. They're making money. They're, you know, they're dedicated to something. So I can tell your child <laughs> the to the stop. The thing is, I want to get involved millions. in the
0: game, yeah. But, you know, like... You know, the same drug game, don't get half your own supply. That would be me. I'll <laughs> buy like 10 pairs and i be like, you oh, yeah, triple drama. I <laughs> so I used to get involved. I used to start buying like size sixes or something nuts. So um, yeah, but I don't know where else we can go from here, I think. Do you want people to find us? Do you even have social media?
1: I have, I'll plug my Instagram. Okay, yeah, okay. I don't really use to it anymore, but yeah. Instagram is at uh, G Swish, G S W I S H H. Uh, so yeah, go follow me
0: okay um and thank you for those listening um podcast will be coming back again regular schedule every sunday 10 30 p.m also make sure you check out radio king london online online okay right boom if you want studio space um you can find my podcast on spotify now as well so dissonance on spotify dissonance on soundcloud I think there's a thing called Google Podcasts and and I'm on there somehow. I don't know how, but I'm there. And SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts as well. Make sure you subscribe and follow one of those platforms so the podcast comes straight to you. Anyway, thank you for listening, people. Until next week, peace. Peace.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.